You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. And that music means it is time for us, us being those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton in the studio. He is Jeff Smith, Timbergate Golf Course, Edinburgh, Indiana. Director of Instruction and the uh, the head honcho at uh, JeffSmithGolfInstruction.com, which was great that you were able to find a place that had the same name as you, so it fit you in know, so well. I searched and searched and searched. And, you know, fortunately, my name is common enough that <laughs> I finally found a place that had my name on it that I could go, all right, you guys need a director of instruction. There's another <laughs> Jeff Smith online teaching golf, man. Mm-hmm. He is a golf magazine top 100 teacher as well. Uh-huh. Well, that must get confusing. So you you like thing one and thing two now, or, or what's the deal? He goes primarily by Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-R-Y. Mostly, that's where I see him. Uh, with his name. He's a nice fella. I've met him. Um, he is out at, um, he, when I met him, he was at TPC Las Vegas. Oh, okay. And he works with a lot of college players and he works with a lot of mini tour players and some tour pros. And, um, but I, I met him. He's, he's a pretty good fella. Cool. cool so means. I don't know much about him. I mean, I, I just met him briefly and he was awfully kind to me. So well, there anyway. you go. There I know that. Go. Yep. Cool, cool beans. All right. So anyhow, we're going to be talking today about how uh, when when things bad things happen to to golf pros, golf magazine calls Jeff and say, "Hey, what happened?" We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do that. That's something that uh, you'll probably be quite interested in hearing about. And we're going to be talking about uh, a new concept that uh, you may need to go to your pro and say, "Hey." I heard about this thing on those weekend golf guys, which, by the way, is the second best radio show about golf in the world. Would you please listen to it and uh, and also call this guy and see if you can get his stuff on this on this course? You're going to love it. It's a great idea. It's one of those. I wish I had thought of that things. Yeah, but um, we didn't. So actually, well, probably everybody, everybody who plays golf has thought of it, has said, boy, wouldn't it be great if we had this, but did nothing about it? You know, and then there's things that come out on the market and you go, I thought of that. That's, That's right. My That's idea. my idea. That is my yeah. idea. Yeah. We're going to be talking well, with Ron Sullivan about that. Off. We're going to be talking to Jeff about uh, about when pros mess up, how he can fix it and how you can get better. When we come right back, hang out. We are those weekend golf guys. Hi, this is John Ashton, and I am looking to eat better this year. If you have made the resolution to eat better this year, we have a deal for you that's going to make it so easy and delicious. It's called Green Chef. They are the number one meal kit for eating well. Now, no matter what kind of lifestyle you're looking for, let's say keto, paleo, Vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, Mediterranean, even gluten-free, and whatever you choose, you can get it through Green Chef. Now, the recipes feature organic produce, premium proteins, sustainably sourced ingredients. And you know that if you do this Green Chef meal kit deal, you will reduce your food waste by up to 38% versus grocery shopping. You need to go to greenchef.com slash weekend60 and use the code weekend60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Greenchef.com slash weekend60 and use the code weekend60 to get 60 
0%. That's 60% off plus free shipping. And thanks for hanging and coming back. We are those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here, Jeff Smith there. Jeff Smith, the man that golf.com calls when someone is having a problem. Just the other day, I got a call from, from Golf Magazine. And they said, hey, did you see what happened uh, at the Tournament Champions um, or at the Century Tournament Champions at uh, Kapalua? And I said, no, I was uh, teaching golf. And they're like, well, <laughs> Colin Morikawa struggled a little bit. Go watch it. And then call us with some, uh, with some thoughts on, on some into-the-grain chipping and pitching. I said, okay. So they asked some questions. I gave them some answers. The next thing you know, boom, we made an article on uh, five things you can do to chip and pitch better into the grain. All right. So it happens to live on golf.com, lives on my Facebook page right now, lives on those weekend golf guys Facebook page right now. So go to the golf page right now and go check it out. All right. That's facebook.com slash golf guys, by the way. Uh, The other ones we don't care about. Facebook.com hey, hey, slash care about mine. <laughs> care about mine. JMS yeah, PGA and Jeff Smith Golf Instruction. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook.com, Jeff Smith Golf Instruction. All right. All right. You want to yeah, share real quick what, what the five might be, man? Well, yeah. There's, a, you know, it, it started on, on on something really simple. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's first figure out what trying to kind of shot you're trying to hit. Okay. Because right? they're not all created equal. Right. Right. Uh, and brush the grass on your practice swings. Make sure that your handle's not leaning forward and digging the leading edge down and into the grass. Mm-hmm. Right. So brush the grass and make sure you're not digging it up. Right. Um, use your sand wedge because it's got a lot of bounce. Okay. You know, so you get some modest loft and roll on the thing. Right. It pops it up in the air and it rolls it out. But it's using the trailing edge, not the leading edge. So the sand wedge has the most bounce. Use your sand wedge. Okay. Right. Put your ball a little bit more forward for a higher shot. But it also means you're using the back of your club, the bounce of your club, far more than you'd lead, lead it up. Most people, when they're chipping, they got the ball too far back. The handles forward. They tilt the leading edge down. And next thing you know, any grass that you're going against the grain is grabbing at that. No crazy. So then we do that. And then, but then there's also another thing. It's like, how about grabbing a club with less loft for more rollout? Okay. A lot of these people, if they're trying to chip with a rollout, you know, want some rollout. Next thing you know, they go, oh, okay. I'll grab my sand wedge, which I recommend you do, but they put the ball back, which I don't recommend. And they put the mm-hmm. handle forward, which I also don't recommend. Cause all you're doing is they're thinking, well, why don't I just de loft it? Right. Well, they're deep bouncing it as well. Okay. So the problem there is if you just used a club, if you wanted more rollout, why don't you just get a club with more loft on it? And then you can put the ball more center, slightly more forward and use the bottom of the club and you still have less loft. And then you get the rollout that you're really after. Yes, so that's okay. pretty darn important. Right. Okay. All right. Well, that's cool. So those are the things, thoughts that I've got for chipping into the grain. Just off top of my head, you're like, look, there's five things there that are issues. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you'll figure out what kind of shot you're trying to hit first. What am I trying to do with this thing? Yeah. It's the best way it to go about it. Makes sense. Ron, did you take notes, man? Where you take, I think our guest was taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> he got up, pencil and paper. He was writing it all down. <laughs> Hey, Ron, you don't have to do that because it's already in, in writing on golf.com. <laughs> you got to turn your sound on, man. You're muted. Ron, you're muted. Maybe he's yeah. trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
I'm not sure I actually want to appear with these two dudes, man. I know. I've heard enough. (laughs) It's like, how do I turn this thing off now? (laughs) How do I extricate myself from this thing? This is about to go bad. (laughs) So, you know, we, we have said, now let's, let's, because we're probably confusing some people who listen to us intently um, because we say that there is no one right way to do stuff. Right. But the things you were saying weren't really, you have to do it this way. It was more generic suggestion of things not to do. Like don't deal off the club, you know, use a club with, with bounce and things like that. Yeah. I mean, look, you want this club to not grab in the grass. You want it sliding across the ground, right? So you want to use the trailing edge, you know, the bottom of the club more so than the leading edge anyway. Okay. You know, so you could do it a different way that I didn't even put in this article. There's another way, right? You could tilt the club up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could grab your sand wedge and tilt the club upward, raise the handle, get a little closer to the ball, right? And get this putting style thing going because now all of a sudden there's, you've reduced how much of the leading edge actually ever touches the ground anyway. Right. Right. So instead of the whole broad bottom of the sole plate touching the grass, you've tilted it upward and the heel to center section is really off the ground anyway. So there's only this little part of the club that would interact with the turf anyway. So when you do that, though, you probably have to turn the club back toward the target because if you starts out square and pointed at your target and then you tilt the, the high lofted club up in the air so it's the toe is touching and nothing else is, the face is now actually pointed a little right. Then you have to twist it back a little bit to the left to get it pointed back to your target again. And so this is where people think that they're hooking their chips okay. because they're turning the club face in. But because they raise the handle, that's what makes it face the right to begin with on the lofted club. So, um, you know, you're just kind of making it all point to the target again. But there's less of the club that grabs or that drags into the ground Mm -hmm. at that point. One of the problems problems that most people have with chipping, especially, is how how much of a swing do they use? Yeah. Do do they keep it stiff and do a putting stroke? Just take it back further. Um, you know, do they break their wrists? I mean, that whole hinge and thump thing that you teach. But how far back do you actually go with the backswing on a chip? Well, so I talk to people a lot about this, and I and I find out what their athletic best is. Okay, there are people out there that are actually pretty precise and controlled with shorter and more, let's say, shorter and more choppy type of a look. And then there's mm-hmm. some people who are better at letting it go longer and more flowing. But the mm-hmm. ball doesn't respond to swing length. There are clubs, it responds to how fast the club's moving through there, right? And consistency <laughs> of strike would be really kind of helpful. So you'd want to know what you could re- reliably uh, repeat. So what I do is I find out what the player is athletically best set to do. I use that for them and say, okay, because you've seen people, John, with the short poppy stroke look, right? And they succeed. And then you've seen people with the longer, more flowing stroke and they succeed. Okay. Yeah. There's look, I can do both, but one of them is better for me. And for me, it's the longer, slower one. Under pressure, under competition, I'm better to be doing the longer, slower one because I don't want my hands to get tight. 
I don't want my nerves to catch hold. I don't want my wrists and forearms to get tight. And I don't want to already have something that is short and choppy. And you combine that with short and tight from the nerves. So I like the little longer, more flowing one for me. Okay. But again, it's, it's, there is no one right way to do anything. You can't, you can't say that, you know, cause I, I've been playing with people who go like, you know, uh, three o'clock, nine o'clock. You yeah. Know, well, how hard is it o'clock. at three o'clock to nine o'clock? Right. Well, how fast the, is it? Exactly. How much effort do they, how much, yeah. how hard do they hit the ball with that? Right. Look, how fast is the thing moving? They could go three o'clock to nine o'clock in length and have it be infinite number of speeds. Yeah. Exactly. Right? So the ball doesn't know how far you took it back. It knows how hard it got hit and it knows the loft. <laughs> right. Okay. So that's gotcha. what I'm getting at. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's cool. That is really cool. Uh, we're, we're talking um, about stuff that's really cool. I mean, in that getting getting golf.com to call you after they watch Colin Marikawa on TV mess up and say, hey, Jeff, what do you think? Um, that's pretty cool. Something else that's pretty cool is it's an idea that I I swear to I swear on on my mother's grave that every single one listening to me right now has said while they're sitting on the tee of a golf course they've never played before, or maybe even their favorite golf course, and said, I wish I knew how to play this hole. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if da-da-da-da-da, and and just went through a a whole idea? Well, you're going to be really ticked off because another guy had that idea and actually did something about it. And he is our guest. Ron Sullivan is in the wings and he will be here as soon as we come back because we're going to do that. We are going to come back momentarily. We are those weekend golf guys. So you hang out with us and you will learn something. See, you already learned how to chip better. And we, and we're, we're 12 minutes into the show. Hang out. We'll be right back. You know, an awful lot of golf courses stayed open during the whole COVID thing. But it's not just golf courses. A lot of businesses worked hard to stay open. And if you're one of those companies that stayed open during COVID, I have some great news for you. Government funds are available to reward companies who stayed open during that challenging time. It's not a loan. You don't have to pay it back. Your hard work to stay open could qualify you for up to $26,000 per employee at refundsasap.com. That's refundsasap.com. You heard that right. Up to $26,000 per employee. This program is complicated, but nobody knows more about it than the tax experts at refundsasap.com. You pay nothing up front. They do all the work. Then they share a percentage of the cash they get you. Businesses of all types, including nonprofits and churches, can qualify, including those who took PPP loans. If you have five or more employees, let refundsasap.com help you get up to $26,000 per employee. Visit refundsasap.com. That's refundsasap.com. Refundsasap.com. And thanks for coming back. We are those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton in the studio. He is Jeff Smith, Timbergate Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana, director of instruction up there, and uh, you know also lends his talents and his abilities to uh, basically anybody who asks. He's that kind of guy. Like we a mercenary. Have, we mentioned that uh, everybody who has played golf, especially for the first or second time at, at a at a course. I mean, the one thing I know when I played Purgatory. 
my first reaction yeah. when I walked off the 18th green was, man, now that I know what to do, I've got to come back and do it again. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice it to not stay out of the bunkers? That's right. Wouldn't it be nice not to waste that first trip to a golf course? Wouldn't it be nice to hook up with somebody who knows what the hell they're doing at that particular course when you get there for the first time? You know, and all of us have said, boy, I wish I knew somebody or I wish somebody would do something that would tell me how to play this hole, where the green is. Where I mean, at, at Purgatory, they had a split fairway. And there were four of us. Not, none of us had ever been there before. It's like, which side do we play? Well, who knows? So half of us went left. Half of us went right. We found out we should have gone left, you know, but it was too late. We went right. So anyhow, our guest, Ron Sullivan, has had those thoughts. Unlike the majority of us who have simply had the thought, he went off and acted on it. So we want to uh, feature him here uh, with congratulatory salutations for actually taking the time to act on what everybody wishes would happen. Ron Sullivan, welcome to those weekend golf guys. How you doing, man? Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you. Good. Glad, Good. glad to be here. You've been golfing. <laughs> My first reaction, you just told Jeff, I've been golfing since I was 10. Man, you must be tired. <laughs> did you stop and eat at least? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he did stop I, to actually do something with an idea. So uh, I'm going to give you the floor, man, and, and just uh, just explain briefly, and then we can get into some specific questions that we all will have, I'm sure. But just explain what the Pro Golf Tips is. I, I also own a digital business card company, so that kind of got me in the realm of how to put something on someone's smartphone and try to make it easy. Okay. And since I have been golfing since I was 10, and you're right, I am exhausted, especially the way <laughs> I putt. I, I always love going to a course that's brand new. The part I'd never liked was trying to discover, you know, being uh, Columbus and trying to discover yeah. new, new territory. So um, there's nothing like playing with someone who knows the course and can give you some tips, whether you're on the tee or about to putt or whatever it is. And I always thought that it would be great to somehow provide an easy way for golfers to have that at their fingertips without holding up play. Cause a lot of these apps that are out there, you know, people are staring at their phone instead of enjoying the, the guys they're with and uh, using all these devices. And I wanted something that was easy to use. So we created a, a product that as soon as the player starts on number one or 10, or if they're in a um, shotgun, they can click whatever hole they're starting on. And from the T there's some tips from the, from the pro or from the general manager or greenskeeper who says, your thought on this T should be keep it on the left side because the fairway tends to roll to the right. So if you hit it to the right side, it's probably going to end up in the rough. Or, you know, there's a creek that you can't see from the T, but it starts at 220 out there. Mm -hmm. So you may want to consider laying up things like that, that your buddy, unless he's in a bet with you and, and wants to mess with you, <laughs> he probably would tell you accurately. And we do that from the T. We do it from the position on a fairway. And then we do it from the green. So every hole has three different tips, along with two Google Earth images that you can touch and, and zoom in on from anywhere on the, on the hole mm -hmm. and get a better idea of what that looks like. Even the hole next to you, if you happen to push it right, you happen to push it over on that hole. What do I have to work with when I get down to my ball? So again, the idea was to keep it, keep play moving, hopefully speed play up a little bit and uh, improve your score and make it more fun. 
So that's really the idea. And we are getting great response and building our 11th golf course as we speak right now. It is golf course specific, right? I mean, yes. but do, do I download the app and then just have a list of the courses? So when new courses are added, it, I already have it, or is it a, an app specific to that course that I just download when I'm at that course and then delete when I'm done? So, so both our, our main website, you'll be able to just start the name of your course. And if we have it built, it'll show up. Okay. Or when you're at the course, there's going to be QR codes at the counters, different places at the course, and it comes up on your, there's nothing to download. We're not in an app store. We are a web app. And that's the beauty of having the company that I already own, which is we can create these things. All you do is touch a button and everything's right working there. on your phone. It doesn't matter what kind of device you have. Fantastic. So it's compatible with everything and it's audio too. So you don't have to stare at a screen and you don't have to worry about the sun being in your eyes or any of that stuff, right? Correct. Yes. So if you had like an Apple watch, you can still, you can still hear it. Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. Genius. The the technology that we have today allows us to do this sort of stuff. It's crazy good. (laughs) I think I just turned my own, my own personal clock back just a handful of years. We couldn't have done that. Some of the golf courses have those cool little call boxes and they got an actual telephone right. cord on it, you know, Yeah. and the menu, little board and all that stuff. And here we are doing it on our cell phones now. About tw- 10 years ago, there was a guy that publishing score books. It was a 16 page four color <laughs> book that had one hole per page Yeah. that had, you know, all of the the markings on it, it gave you all of the yardages you needed and, and had a little blurb from the pro or somebody as to how to play the hole. Mm-hmm. But, but that was awkward. Yeah. Um, you, you had to read it and, and, and memorize it. And then, you know, who reads these days? Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, that's basically the same idea, but it's so much more easy to use and so much more user-friendly. Yeah. And like it or not, everyone has their smartphone with them all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I joke even with our other product that, especially if you're a guy, there's only three things you'll turn around and come back home for if you forgot. And that's your wallet, your wife, if you have any brains at all, and your, <laughs> and your smartphone. And yeah. um, so they're always, you know, like it or not, they're going to have it in their hand, even on the golf course. But what I tried to do was eliminate some of those things that hold up play and take away from the enjoyment. So that's why it became audio in terms of the tips themselves. Um, we just did a course where the, the first one of the tips from the T was before you tee off, you probably should have a member of your group drive up to the top of the hill to make sure the group in front of you is clear because obviously they've been having trouble with people hitting into groups. Mm-hmm. But it's something where you probably wouldn't do because you think that it's not the right thing to do from the T. But yet the, the management of the course is saying, yes, go ahead and do this. And while you're up there, you can get a glance at what you're facing. Right. So yeah. great. It's a great, it's a great tool, especially in a situation like that. How long does it take to get a course up and running? We, uh, it's funny because um, the courses, it's, it's a very quick and easy yes, because it costs them nothing. Okay. And to the player, it costs them nothing. We get local businesses who sponsor each hole. Ah, and okay. uh, obviously any, and I, you know, knowing what I know about your, um, your, your website, it's one of the things you mentioned too, that the, the demographic of the golfer really fits certain businesses very well, like mm-hmm. realtors and premium uh, auto dealerships, things like that, because right. of their, you know, their average income and, and things that they, that they, you know, kind of fall into category, category wise. So um, it's, it's easy. We can build a course 
provided that we get the information back from the course. It takes us about 12 hours to build it, but then it's ready to go. All right. And I would just give one suggestion, man. If you want to stroke some folk, get the, uh, get the club champion to do oh, the, uh, the tip. Absolutely. <laughs> well, <that's> a, <laughs> yeah. Right. That's a, great, that's a great idea. Unfortunately, I don't know any because they would, they would well, never that, golf with me. So. Look, the reality <laughs> of it is, is they play a whole lot more golf course, more golf at that golf course than the pro does. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> they yeah. do. They know every, every nook and cranny. Every about blade that of grass. Place, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. I knew every blade of grass, but it's always in the rough. It's always the taller grass. I know a lot better. <laughs> the bigger blade. I found Jimmy Hoffa one day, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using that. I'm using that. <laughs> Consider it stolen. Thank you very much. Done. That's all right. That's right. I'm using one of your tips on, on, on wedge play earlier. So good. Yeah. <laughs> you can have it. We had a, a nice symbiotic relationship there, isn't it? <laughs> so Jeff, you're in Colorado now. Is that correct? I'm in Colorado in June through October. Oh, so you're in India. Right. Okay. It's June 1 to September 30th is the, is when the club is open. Okay. But I am smart enough to see things around me and go, wow, I got to stick around for this. Yeah. Because sure. when you're in the mountains in Colorado and the aspens start turning gold, you don't oh. leave. You wow. drive around and you appreciate the yeah. magic of that. Yeah. Wow. That's fantastic. You don't so really leave um, so you can see the leaves. I live 20 miles south of Myrtle Beach, golf capital of the world. Yeah. So, um, well, or Georgetown or something, South Carolina. I'm uh-huh. actually in uh, Polly's Island area. Yes. Ooh, oh, okay. wow. True yeah. blue Caledonia. How about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, I'm about 10 minutes from there, actually, from those courses. But so uh, I, I have played true blue one day. And I think this, this is a, a true story. I was there. It was a February. I was in, I was, it was a long, long time ago when I was a member of the Carolina section. And they always held their, their annual uh, merchandise show and whatnot there. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was cold. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. It was cold and damp and it was ugly. And I went with my assistant because we were done with the show and we're like, okay, we're going to go play true blue. We've heard all about Mike strands. Well, let's go pick one of those two. We picked true blue. And, uh, so we go and we, you know, and we're, we're complimentary. We don't, we, you know, we didn't, we didn't have to pay mm-hmm. play because it was cold, and nasty and ugly and all that other stuff. And, you know, a couple of golf pros coming in. And they didn't charge us, but they put us with two other guys. And I think that these two guys may have been the two of the dumbest guys I've ever seen, <laughs> or they're, they're like the charter founders of the, I hate my wife club or something because <laughs> they both lived in Polly's Island and they both paid $85 to play that day. Wow. Mm. <laughs> like, wow. What, are you kidding me? Mm. Wow. You live here and you chose to do that. <laughs> today. Why <laughs> today? Right? That's well, cool. What, a my, cool, I, what a cool I track, wish, though. I yeah. wish my two best friends would have told me they met you. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Ron Sullivan, our guest. Um, we are those weekend golf guys, and we have a lot more. So hang out. We'll be right back. The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? Wrong. 
The fact is, with proposed new taxes, another market crash, inflation, and rising healthcare costs, you could be forced to downsize your retirement. Discover the secret savvy investors are turning to for retirement security. A new 401k law that unlocks an ingenious retirement protection plan that could protect your savings from inflation and a stock market downturn while boosting your retirement income as much as 40%. It's all laid out in simple language in a new book from Josh Melberg. His insightful guide is your roadmap to retiring with confidence and it's yours free with one call don't risk a lifetime of work building your retirement this little known retirement protection plan could safeguard your wealth and boost your retirement up to 40 percent for your free copy of guarantee your retirement by josh melberg call now call 800-804-3595 that's 800-804-3595 800-804-3595 It is us, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He's Jeff Smith. Ron Sullivan is our guest from uh, uh, Pro Golf Tips. Did I get that right? Because I did it off. Uh, pro, pro, pro Tips Golf. Pro Tips close. Golf. Yep. Okay. Well, I, I'm dyslexic. So much for writing things down. Yeah. <laughs> so much for the top of my head. <laughs> and it's like old home week, man. Uh, Ron lives in uh, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I was I was the original morning man at 95SX in Charleston back in the uh, early 80s, man. Wow. Lived in Charleston, South Carolina for three years. Loved it. Played a lot of golf. Got good. Yeah. The story down there was Wild Dunes. Uh, the, the guy Absolutely. Wild Dunes kept the uh, USGA kept asking him to to play the U.S. Open there. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and, great. He, and he looked at them and said, what part of built on sand do you not understand? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I said, if Imagine I had all those many, people. That many people on my golf course, I won't have a golf course anymore. So yeah. it was interesting. I heard you mention uh, you played Purgatory. I always thought that was a place you really didn't want to go. And, uh, <laughs> He's been there twice. I, I got out yeah. and went back. I went back <laughs> and escaped both times yeah. intact. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's, it, that's a that's a great course. Just a little bit north of. Uh, it's Noblesville's north of Indianapolis, isn't it? It is. It's on the north side of Indianapolis by, I don't know, let's say if, if you're in Indy, you got about 30 minutes north of that, and you're in Noblesville, and bam, yeah. you're there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a great, uh, great, great track, man. Really, really enjoyed it. This is something that uh, this this information that you get with, with Pro Tips Golf is basically the same kind of stuff you get if you pay 40 bucks a player to a caddy at a golf course yeah. that has caddies. I struggled with, you know, what do I call this after, after pro tips golf. And clearly that was confusing because some people call it pro golf trip tips, but, um, that was a shot at you, John. So uh, you're welcome. (laughs) He's Uh, he's used to that. (laughs) He sits there stoic, like um, here it comes. I know it's coming, but but really, you know, so that's what we really started calling it was pro tips golf digital caddy. I've played in, you know, with a caddy before and, um, there's nothing like it. This is uh, obviously not at that level, but it's certainly a help for the average golfer, which is, you know, obviously that's your listener and that's, and that's me and yep. a lot of us. Yep. And and the other thing about it, too, is it won't laugh at you like a caddy does on occasion. No, but your friends, your friends t- t- tend to drown it out if you have the right <laughs> friends. I like this guy. He's coming (laughs) on again. (laughs) I grew up playing golf with three brothers and my father. That's how I started so early because I would sit home and cry that my dad was taking them and I wasn't allowed 
Back mm -hmm. then, it was, you know, you couldn't get on a golf course till you were 12, and they called it legal reasons, but I'm sure it had a lot more to do with they didn't they want you on the course. Beer. And yeah. um, <laughs> so he said, you know, if you get good enough, I'll get you out there. So I think by the time I was 11, I was playing a, a local golf course and um, really grew up playing a course in Salem, Ohio called Flying B. And that is a Martin Sheen. He, he actually had a hole-in-one there. Um, that, was, that was their claim to fame, that Martin Sheen had a hole-in-one at that course. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great little course, and I learned a lot and uh, uh, kind of went from there. So uh, it's been a great, you know, not only for building family relationships, friends, but business relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, later on in life when I was in corporate America, you know, even interviewing potential employees without them knowing it, you take someone golfing, you're going to learn a lot about them that you can't learn on a resume. Exactly. From, you know, how do they conduct themselves in pressure how do they think about keeping play going where are they parking the golf cart where do they you know all of those type yeah. things that even the types uh, of conversations they indulge observe. in during Absolutely. the round you yep. know so it's really just been a, a blessing to be able to be so involved with this sport for as many years yeah and you know, it's a great sport that you can play till you're hopefully uh, able to swing and walk so yeah uh, exactly it's just there's nothing like it keep saying it's a game for life man um absolutely it's a game of life we uh we we were toying when early in uh in our careers as with this radio show we were toying with the idea of putting up a uh, a dating website specifically for golfers <laughs> wow basically because playing golf with somebody is the quickest and easiest way to learn everything you need to know about them no question their yeah. personality their good habits their bad habits etc yeah. uh we had a little tagline we we're going to use too it says whether you're looking to fall in love or just play around <laughs> wow that's perfect <laughs> you know i uh, i actually I, I recently just got married and um i made the mistake of the uh the dating app i went on i actually called myself hacker one uh -oh. and uh didn't get a lot of the response no i'm just kidding but um, <laughs> but i but i still found someone and uh convinced her to marry me i don't know how but, that's cool yeah does she Feels play like golf she does well no. Okay. So, um, does she tolerate your playing golf? She actually has a lot of potential. She's, you know, pretty athletic, but mm -hmm. uh, she's made it as far as the range multiple times and hasn't tried the golf course yet, but I'm hoping to do that soon. I got hooked up one day on the course with a couple, married couple. We got to talking after about the sixth or seventh hole. I just said, you know, it'd be really cool. I could play more golf and have more fun if my wife played golf. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I said, I think it would be great if my wife and I could come and play golf together. And the, the wife was extolling the virtues and the husband kept standing behind her going, no, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I didn't know whether to laugh or, or not loud, loud when you're saying that. But so, but uh, my wife's cool about it. She thinks it's a stupid game, but as mm -hmm. long as it gets me out of the house and out of her hair, go that's for exactly it. Right. She's so, all right with it. Yep, yeah, that's right. She's cool. She's cool. You know, it's funny when you, when you get older, I used to take it so serious. And, you know, back in the, in my prime of playing, uh, mm -hmm. you know, could shoot 77, 76, 78, pretty consistently. Mm -hmm. um, now that I'm shooting, you know, 85, 86, I don't really care. What I care about is who I'm playing with, where I'm at and enjoying it. And as soon as it's over, I kind of forget about it. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's so, so much more enjoyable now than it used to be. Um, because you you generally surround yourself with the right people that you want to play with. And uh, there's nothing like it. 
Yeah. Well, we, we had a, a discussion a couple of weeks ago on the show about people who look at golf as a game, as opposed yeah. to people who look at golf as a sport. Yeah, that's right. You look at it as a sport and you get much more involved, much more intense. Mm-hmm. When you look at it as a game, it's fun. Absolutely. Yep. And the social event. Yeah. And yeah, that's, and that's just, sure. and, and you play better when you play it as a game. Cause you don't care. Like you said, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter. You yeah. shoot an 86. That's fine. You shoot a 76. That's cool too. You know, and there's nothing like having that group that you've, you know, I was, I was blessed to have a group from the late eighties that's still playing together today back in Ohio, my brothers and, and probably six to eight other friends that would just, you just show up on Friday night at this course. And, uh, if there's eight of you or 15 of you, whoever shows up and you play nine holes and then you go out to eat after, and Mm -hmm. we've been doing it for, you know, since the late eighties and they're still doing it, even though I live here, but, uh, there's nothing like that. Um, then getting that group of guys that you all know each other, you, you know, you don't care how each other plays. You can, you can always handicap around that and you can put your dollar in the till at the end and, and no hard feelings. And, but a lot of yeah. laughs, a lot of finger yeah, pointing. A lot of fun. And just you live close to Myrtle Beach. Let me ask you a question. How many years would it take you playing golf five days a week to play every course in Myrtle Beach? <laughs> probably. Uh, well, it wouldn't be years, but I, it would probably be about uh, 14 weeks at least. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it is. It is golf I, mecca. As the you problem say. is I, know I there's a few the balls after the first course. So I wouldn't know what to do on the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go find some others, <laughs> yeah, that's right. right? You know, I've heard that there's been a few course closures in that area, yeah. um, you know, in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Are they still hanging around 100 golf courses in that region? It, it's very close to it. So um, a couple things, you know, for that short period of time when golf took a little bit of a dip, um, luckily now it seems to be on the rebound again. But some of that, the other thing is here, the demand for land. Because any, you know, it seems like everyone from New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York wants to move here. And if there's a patch of land with a tree, or especially a patch of land that was a golf course that may be on the edge of should we stay open or not, seems to be, you know, becoming um, communities. So that's been the case, maybe more for it's a better offer to divide this land up to 300, you know, home sites than it is to try to keep this place running. But luckily it's been a handful more than anything. You know, it's, it's not, it's not overwhelmed the area on closures by any means. It's still a great place to come and play golf. Definitely. So, and they've yes. they got that, that, that big amateur tournament uh, around Labor Day every year too, don't they? Yeah. And I'm not remembering what, yes, but I'm yeah. not remembering what that's called. Yeah. Yeah. Me either. I think it's like the world amateur. I'm not sure. Anyhow, let's get back to, uh, to pro tips golf. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a couple of business questions about it. Um, okay. you, you say you don't get a whole lot of no's when you go in and approach a right. course. Is, is it Correct. really that easy? Just say, Hey, we want to do this for you. Yeah. Well, because to the course, there's some benefits that drive people to where they want, you know, first of all, for the register to ring. Uh, and they're going to, and hopefully speed up play enough where maybe at the end of the day, they're getting another group or two off because their average round isn't four hours and 45 minutes. Maybe it's four hours and 20 minutes. Right. And, um, so if you can keep people out of, out of trouble on the course and keep things moving and, and hopefully improve their scores, 
hopefully they're going to want to come back and play more often. But the other thing is by providing a very quick one-touch access to schedule your next tee time or to get directions to the course or to, you know, uh, buy a membership or take advantage of some specials in the pro shop, um, order food, things like that, where the course looks at it as not only am I providing a great tool for my players, mm-hmm. but I'm allowing easy access to them for them to do things that are important to me and my business and my bottom line. So right. it's, it's an easy conversation once they see what it is. And then the next component is making sure the golfers like it and use it. Um, and then obviously the, the last piece that funds it all is the local business sponsor who knows that they're targeting that perfect demographic that they should be targeting because of the type of business they have. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, hopefully getting in front of 30, 40, 50,000 um, golfers throughout the year. So um, it seems to be the, the perfect formula and we're really excited about what's going on a little bit overwhelmed, but in a good way. Would it be possible for people who are listening right now and say, Oh man, I wish I had this at my course to mention to the pro at their course that maybe they should get in touch with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, on our, um, on our website, www.protipsgolf.com, uh, there's ways to get in touch with us and, uh, um, you know, then, then we can just take it from there and contact sure. the, send them a quick video of why they should consider it. Mm-hmm. And, um, usually that answers 80% of the questions and then we follow up with the rest. Cool. That's great. You yeah, notice how smooth he is, John, you didn't even have to ask him about the shameless self-promotion bit. He I already know. knew. He I knows knew. right to do it. Oh yeah. I knew, man, the, the, the dudes, you know, he's, he's he right. right in. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. If, <laughs> if this was video, if this was video, I could show you all of the, the props that I had set up, but so much for that, I guess. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> that is great. Ron Sullivan. It is golf. If we had video, we wouldn't have anybody watching. Us. Yeah. It is pro <laughs> pro tips golf. Did I get that right? Pro tips golf. Pro found, tips yeah. golf. There, there you it go. is again. Jeff. You're welcome. All right. I uh, appreciate meeting you, man. And uh, we'll have you back on. So appreciate uh, keep, keep pushing. Thank you so man. Much. Enjoy the show. Thank you very much. And if you uh, have a golf course that you need to get in touch with Ron, like now, well, I'm mean, it's Sunday morning. Maybe not wait, wait till, you know, later on in the week. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate thank you all. Take care. All right. Ron, all right. We'll take care. See you, we Bye. are those weekend golf guys. A few more minutes yet. We'll be right back. Don't you go away. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us, facebook.com slash golf guys. If you're fed up with your credit card's high interest rates and your balances are so out of control that they never seem to go down, one call to Consolidated Credit can get the relief you need. Consolidated Credit has helped over 6 million people with credit card debt, and their certified credit counselors are ready to help you. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast without destroying your credit. The program works, and the consultation is free. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800 800- 
800-214-3104. That's 800-214-3104. Consolidated Credit Solutions, Inc., 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC 83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action and not a loan company. We are those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. That is, again, one of those ideas that you wish you had worked on because you have had that idea. I guarantee you have had that idea. Sure. Think about all the knowledge that golfers want, and it's right there in their phone about how to play this hole. Yeah. You're know, like, wow, I've never been here before. What's up there? Yeah. You know, and, and you don't you hear- have to look at a picture and, and move the cursor and get, you know, all discombobulated and stuff like that. Somebody's going to tell you, hey, you know, in 200 yards, you're going to run into some trouble. So you either, you know, lay up yeah. or or hit it 240, you know? Yeah. That's, Something. It's kind of stuff you need to know. Kind of mm-hmm. stuff you need to know. And and again, kudos, man, on the Golf Magazine acts, axing you for uh, for some tips there. Those those are pretty cool. That's kind of fun. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. I can imagine. Kind of fun. Be. I got I got seven of them out there in the in the magazine thing. So it's been it's been kind of an interesting time. I've not been published very frequently, but it seems like it's been a little flurry here since. Yeah. Uh, well, November. that's what happens when you get to be you know co-host of the second best golf show in the world, man. I'm People telling you, notice. this this radio show has so <laughs> much to do with it. It's not even funny. Yeah. <laughs> Great to know, man. Again, Jeff Smith Golf that's where you need to go and you can learn tips like how to chip better. And that yeah. the guy who tells you nine o'clock, three o'clock, it's not necessarily it's not. what's going to happen or three o'clock, no. nine o'clock, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Anyway, the ball has no idea how far you took that club back. It knows how hard it got hit. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's again, as, as with everything, it's club head speed and it's center face contact because they uh, launch um, and span and those things. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, whether you want it to uh, hit and check or you want it to hit and roll, you, <laughs> most most of us, we know what we want. We're not sure how to make it do it. <laughs> we will accept right. what happens. <laughs> you know, I just want to get it close, right. man. That's all. Just let me get it close. But anyhow, you can check us out anytime you might miss anything. And And there are gems in every show, like that whole tipping thing that we just mentioned briefly at the beginning of the show with Jeff. And uh, if you were to miss a week, you could miss the one thing that's going to help you break whatever number it is this year you want to break. So should you miss the show, you can go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com and catch up on everything. Okay. You can go to facebook.com slash golf guys and hang out with us there. We have a little group you might want to join, have some fun with the League of Extraordinarily Average Golfers. That's a that's fun, a fun place to be. That's a fun little place to be. The things that get said in that forum. <laughs> <laughs> we won't repeat them here. All right. <laughs> so uh, whether you've got uh, somebody in your ear telling you how to play the course or not, just go out and play some golf. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.